It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. with us for another bar and grill live via zoom episode uh, a while ago we did an episode talking about school readiness and it, it apparently if you uh, don't happen to be school ready uh you can get kicked out of kindergarten and sent back to preschools so it's kind of is that kind of I, I don't follow, follow the sports but is that like uh uh getting getting called up to a, a major league team and then getting sent back to uh to uh, the minor leagues is that's what that's that what this is uh so so jennifer tell us uh tell us about uh what what happened and what's what tell, I, I'd never heard of this thing as being a thing so it, it's happened a few times where at um this little boy that I had last year he he didn't miss a lot of school and it was a medical issue and he was young so I know that goes into a lot of decision making and he was in my pre-k class he when he came and he did everything he was supposed to do and he was I mean there was growth you know and I had proof of the growth <laughs> They went to kindergarten, and I think it was two weeks into kindergarten, he was sent back to a different pre-K classroom because they just couldn't, he couldn't, according to them, he couldn't do anything. Like, he couldn't write his name, and he couldn't focus on a task, and all he wanted to do was to play, so he got sent back to pre-K. How dare he? Um, <laughs> yeah, you can't play how, how, so he, he got kicked out of kindergarten for being a five-year-old <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean that's that's uh that's horrible and i mean that's the thing with this this age, age compression where we're expecting kids to do things that they just they just aren't able or ready to do and look there's a, a kindergarten teacher i know i'd volunteered in her uh her classroom a, a, a bunch and a, a good friend and and she retired because she 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 just couldn't she just couldn't do it anymore after just about 30 years in the classroom because uh, they were expecting kids to do in in the first part of kindergarten what 10 15 years ago was the second part of uh, first grade maybe the beginning of second grade all of that got pushed down into the into the kindergarten classroom and now those kindergarten teachers are trying to push that into into the early learning uh, programs. And, and so, of course, this kind of thing is going to happen. You're, you're not ready and you don't, don't get to be here. Now, maybe that preschool program they sent him to, if, if, if he, doesn't, uh, he doesn't perform up to the mark there, are they going to send him back to the toddler room? Yeah, you have to wonder. I mean, <laughs> I mean how far back is he going? 
And I mean, uh, and, and and maybe he's thinking, great. I mean, being able to go, maybe maybe get demoted to the infant room and be able to hang around <laughs> with babies a little bit might be great for the kid. Um, and so part of me thinks, well, lucky for this kid, if they could only do it with the other 27 kids in the class, uh, that would probably be a good thing for them. But there were only 14 kids in the class. Oh, geez. <laughs> there were so, only 14 kids. Oh, I work at a really, really small yeah, I, mean, I think we have about 32 kids total in our building, so we don't have a lot. Well, what's the but name yeah. of the school? What's the name of the teacher that kicked the kid out of kindergarten? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not, that I'm not divulging. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that nobody from my school is listening to any of these things. Yeah, so. probably not. Um, I mean, frankly, I don't know why anybody, why anybody is. Oh, and, and along those lines, last three months, people, I don't know, more people started listening to the show. We were averaging, I don't know, 12, 14,000 downloads a month. And last three months, it's gone up to uh, over 90,000 a month and, and, and yeah. seems to be staying there. So I don't know who the hell's listening, but uh, I think but, it's but because you. you've had me on the show lately, Jeff. Well, I mean, it might be. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I can't imagine how it could be, but it might be. Um, anybody else have thoughts on this? This, I mean, I think it relates to the the rush to kindergarten and, and age compression and all of that. What are y'all thinking? Well, especially if there are 14 kids in this class, why, at what point do we hold the professionals accountable? Like, you, you can't have 14 kids in a class and send one down because he just wants to play and he can't pay attention. I don't know what, like, what is that? I had a really hard time with it. There's, there's two teachers in the class, a teacher and an aide. So, and I even suggested we have a resource person. And I was like, why not have that person come in? And when you're trying to do something, you know, that he needs help with, have that teacher in there to help but they just ended up taking him out. And it was hard because I talked to grandma a lot last year and I was like, you know, she's like, is he going to be ready? I'm like, he's, you know, when he comes to school, I understand it's a medical issue. You know, he's, this is what he used to do. And then when he comes back, it may take him a day or two to get back in the swing of things. Then he's progressing along. And then it just, and the sad thing is he went to the other pre-K class. So I see him regularly. And sometimes I've, like he's giving you this look like help me <laughs> he's, he's he's blinking sos he closes his eyes he's got help me written on his eyelids yeah. um with magnetic mascara or whatever the hell you were talking about earlier um so so part of this bugs me that this happened but part of me thinks well well this teacher obviously realized that that he or she had their hands full with this could with this kid and couldn't hack it and made a change and that's probably better for everybody in that kindergarten class and better for this kid on on some level and so it seems kind of, oh, that doesn't seem right. But on the other hand, maybe, I mean, maybe it's the right move, huh? I don't know. What do you got, Mary? Again, I go back to that professional accountability. Um, who supervises that kindergarten teacher? Why didn't that kindergarten teacher have the support she needed? And um, maybe if you have 14 kids in a class, a teacher and a para, holy cow, people. I don't have that in three-year-old world. So I, I'm, I'm really flummoxed by this whole thing. And again, while it might be better for this little guy because he might be getting a little bit better environment, 
I think maybe there's a teacher that needs some more education herself and or needs some support because maybe she belongs in fourth grade and not kindergarten. I'm just confused. I, I, I didn't know that you could hold somebody back from kindergarten. I mean, or send them back to preschool from kindergarten. That's to me. I thought we took them as they come. Doesn't every school district tell you that when you come to kindergarten? Open arms. We take them as they come. Right? I mean, that'd be a nice that'd be that'd be a nice world, but apparently not. What do you got, Kathy? The problem is that they might take them as they come, but they never meet them where they're at. Yes. There you go. I mean, really, they never meet them where they're at. I this when you said you had a little one sent back to kin or to preschool. I actually sent a girl to kindergarten last year. Um, she was very young again. She made it, she went September, October. November, she cried every single day going to kindergarten. And mom came to me and said, what do you think I should do? And I said, pull her out of kindergarten. Just pull her out of kindergarten and let her come back to daycare and see how she does next year. You do not want your child's first experience at school to be crying every single day. Now this year she went to kindergarten and she's doing great. So it's, it's that they're not meeting them where they're at. Yeah, I, I agree. And we actually encourage our families to stay with us longer. We, we really try to get families where we can see that they're just not social, emotionally ready. And that's really what we look at. We don't look at so much the, the writing and and some of those things. I mean, obviously we see, you know, okay, this kid is, you know, no fine motor strength, no, you know, no ability to even recognize anything, but social emotionally, when we see that they're having a hard time separating from mom and dad, just coming into our little half day program, we're like, they're just not ready. But, you know, maybe half of the families that we talked to that we, you know, towards that end of year where they were going to make that choice for kindergarten, you know, about half of them will opt for, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think they're ready to go to kindergarten. I don't think they're, they're quite there. And, and so they'll stay with us an extra year. And then and we've never had a family that we've worked with that stayed with us for another year, then regret that that extra that extra gift of a year before going into kindergarten. Um, but we've had plenty that we tried to get to stay that said, no, 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 they're five. They need to go to kindergarten. No, no, we're taking them or they're, you know, they're going to be this age. Um, we've had plenty of those come back and go, we should have listened. Yes. It was a really bad year. And for California, yeah, they, they, if they, um, if they don't meet the standards of kindergarten, they drop them down to TK. So basically they drop them down to preschool. Um, it's not preschool like us where it's play and everything. It's preschool. It's, we call it kindergarten light. because That's what TK is here. It's just kindergarten light. They just took the kindergarten curriculum and they basically gave it to those TK teachers and they were like, you know, just make it work. And so they just reduced down what it's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, but. This, um, this really makes me wish that uh, kids had to wear uniforms so that the teacher could walk up and pull their stripes off their, <laughs> off the shoulder of their uniform and say, get out of this classroom back to pre-K for you. Um, <laughs> that would be, that would be really dramatic. And I mean, that would totally wouldn't screw the kid up. Uh, what, what do you got, Jen? So I guess I'm to the point of our conversations, like 
this that's horrible. Like you're kicking a kid back to preschool. I mean, it's great because they get to play and we all know that, right? We all agree on this, but it's like, so what do we do? All of us collectively again, because I said we're little ninjas. What do we do to get these kids ready in quotes, but with our mindset, like what, what can we come up with some great solutions of to do? Because we are, our hands are tied and now we do have these. And I think we're going to have more kids coming back because they're going to blame the pandemic. I, so like, what, what do we want to be as like our, our mantra and like to do for these kiddos? Because well, the, the mantra we all do this to be passionate about this. We're not doing this for the money. Clearly. I mean, this is my, this is my emptiness gig. Like I love these little kids so much and I just want them to explore their brains and their imaginations. And so, and I want better humans in the world. And I, it sounds like everybody here does. So what, what's our game plan? How do we, what, what, what we do, let them play. what yeah, we do I mean, is I know we let them play, but you know, like how, and maybe it's my simple brain going, well, duh, of course you let them play. Right. I mean, is that maybe where I'm conflicted? Cause I'm like, well, that's what you do. You let so, them yeah. In my opinion, I think we, we know what's best. We know that what's, what's developmentally appropriate. We know what the brain science all says. We know that it's play. We know we need to let them play, but what is holding some back from allowing that to happen is fear. Do we market it as something different, you know, because if we say some stupid word to make it sound more than just play, because apparently people think play is not sophisticated enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's know. it's more it's more than play though. Our oh, job, I know. our job in early we learning, our job in early learning is to be right here, right now, focused and present in the moment, meeting their needs today in right. this moment. And if we do that, that might be play, that might be a hug, that might be snuggling and, and talking about yeah. grasshoppers or or wishing right. somebody would give us a, a a magic bonus taco. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> it's, it's meeting their needs right now in that moment. And it's not worrying about that first day of kindergarten. Nobody yeah. should give a flying fuck about that first day of kindergarten because it, it's just a day out in the calendar. Our job is, is helping these little humans prepare to survive and thrive in a world. And that is a bigger thing than the first day of kindergarten. That is who this person is going to be 20 and 30 and 40 and 60 years from now. Mm -hmm. And that is a much bigger and more important task than being able to stack a bunch of blocks on each other or know which color green is and, right. and being able to maybe speak a little bit of Cantonese because why not? Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's being present in the moment. And that means what we do is, is we push back those teachers and those school districts that are pushing us to do things that we know that are fundamentally developmentally appropriate. We tell them to piss off, just to piss yeah. right off. <laughs> um, and, and ask them to show us, show us, document for me how what you're asking for, for us to do to children is developmentally appropriate in any way. And ask them, ask them to bring in the paperwork. Ooh, be um, and, and they'll never do it. And then on the other half of that, our job when we, because we have so much fucking energy left over is, is to be gentle and kind with the parents 
and help them understand that that what we're doing is the real school readiness. It's the life readiness, which is more important maybe than the school readiness. We're helping yeah. them build some some kind, gentle, thoughtful, mentally and and physically well-adjusted little humans, which is more important than that first day of school. <sighs> Jeff, you should write a book. <laughs> oh. I, sorry, that's a little bit of a, that's a little bit of a rant. Um, I've, I've been overserved here at the childcare bar and grill no, once I, again. I appreciate that. I think we need that. I, I, I mean, I guess I kind of knew to push that button though, because I think people listening, if you're going to push on this podcast, I think you're probably listening because you need to be kicked in the rear a little bit, or maybe just motivated again. Cause I think sometimes we're just tired. I mean, it's October and I'm tired. Because? I I think because I feel like I am fighting a system. And I think I would, there's a reason why I don't teach in the public school. And I am teaching preschool because I don't want to have to sit and fight about, well, I don't want to make a scarecrow because all the other classes are. Or, you know, I I want these kids to just, I just want to help raise good kids and good humans and be creative and just love life. And if you want to like, and if your brain is developed to like math more for your first eight years of life, then awesome. You'll, you'll be able to read. You're not going to go to college and not be able to read, you know, and you don't even have to go to college if you don't want to, because like, you don't exactly, but you know what I'm saying? Like just such a push and Mary. I love that, that phrase life readiness. I don't want to talk about school readiness anymore. I want to talk about life readiness. I think I'm going to put that into everything for next fall. I love all of my parents as they come in. Trademark. All right. All right. I got, I got you. I got you covered. Funny thing is, is I just wrote it down. I was like, this is going to be a good Instagram (laughs) post. Yeah. Right. And I, I I just put it in my cell phone. Better better credit where you wrote it it down. Credit. It, was it you, Jeff? I'm not sure. I, I just heard. heard I'm not I, sure I heard. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I gave up the social media, so I'd never know. <laughs> and I don't want bonus tacos. I want bonus cupcakes. I'm just going to say it. I want bonus cupcakes. Ooh, I want bonus donuts. Mm-hmm. So yes. back to our topic that kid is getting bonus <laughs> preschool. Jennifer's yeah. kid yeah. got kicked out of kindergarten is getting bonus preschool. So we gotta we gotta put a positive spin on it. Yeah, um, I mean that, he's, that's he's getting a chance preschool. to to maybe, depending on what this other this class is like, um maybe get a little bit more play. Or is maybe that's not what's going on in this class, Jennifer? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There is there's more play than there is in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. But not I'm as much as there would have been if they got sent he got sent back to your class. It would have been better. I'm the I'm the play person, so I'm the only play person in the building. So, uh, yeah, I sat and listened to teachers talk about their apple theme and their pumpkin theme, and they're gonna they had all their worksheets that they were gonna print, and I just had to bite my tongue because I talk too much and I push back too much. So I decided this was not the fight I was going to have. How dare you! I know. But at least, yeah, he has another year. I mean, and it'll probably, hopefully, I mean, you have to hope for the best. Have a year, 
maybe be a little older, more ready to do all the kindergarten work that has to be done, be positive about it. I just felt my heart felt sad when I found that out. Any, any, any of you ever get held back in school or threatened to be held back or any of those stories? <laughs> Are you all good students? Oh, J <laughs> yeah, I was threatened to be held back in 10th grade. I told my mom if she had them hold me back, I was going to drop out. So they pushed me forward. <laughs> I'm a bit of a rebel. Yeah, I Pushing love the it. limits. I'm pretty sure if my mom had heard that they wanted to hold me back, my mom would have stormed the office and said, oh, no, you're not. I do not need her at home one more year. <laughs> Send, her on. Send her on. Send her on. In high school, a couple of times I was told I needed to buckle down. I'm not nobody ever told me exactly what that what that meant um, or, or I wouldn't graduate. And I I I just kept skipping school, I guess. Um, but they graduated me because I think they wanted me to leave. So um, that was, I mean, that was my, my guess. I think, you know, they're, they're not going to want to keep me around. So they'll, they'll, they'll figure out some passing grades to get me out of here. Um, I think about this kindergarten thing back in our family childcare days. And I probably told the story 300 episodes ago. So it's time for a repeat. We had a little guy. Um, he, he got kicked out of three or four preschools in between the ages of three and four yeah I, that's a thing too and um his parents found our program and and it was it was cool he just settled right in and he was with your kids and he had a lot of issues he was uh he was a twin him and his sister had been adopted they'd been through a a a lot in their pre-adoptive life and and he had uh, a number of decks stacked against him but i mean we had a real chill program and he got to kind of do what he wanted to do which was mostly run around in circles and bang on stuff and smash stuff and build stuff and that kind of thing and and then it was kindergarten time and so he goes to kindergarten for for a couple of weeks and everything is going fine and then one day about and this is full day kindergarten one day it may be i don't know a little afternoon there's a knock on the door and the, I mean, nobody's being expected and parents know that they can just walk right in and I go to the door and there he is. And I'm like, oh, did we get a, did parents drop him off? Did we get things confused or what's going on here? And I said, did, did your mom drop you off? He said, no, I walked. I said, walk, walked from, from where? Sh school. Um, but school is now oh. school is now for another another two two and a half hours. You walked from school, and I he said, "Yeah, I was I was bored, and we were out for gym, and so I just left." <gasps> um, and it was it was like a three quarter of a mile walk um, across at least three busy streets, very busy streets. Um, I, I, and a walk he'd never walked before. He'd only, he'd only, I mean, ridden it with his, with his dad before or after school. And, and he showed up and, and I called mom and she was, she was livid. I mean, she was upset at him, but more upset at the school. And, uh, she called the school, didn't know he was missing. They, so, um, that was, that was oh, funny. Wow. Uh, but That's now crazy. he's an adult and probably married. So I'm, I, I'm sure things worked out. <laughs> oh my. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I'd like to get kicked out of something. 
I'm sure um, you should if you try. <laughs> well, I'm sure, but I'm not a joiner. So I, <laughs> what do you got, Kathy? I was just going to say that really just proves how capable kids are though. Yeah. You know, I mean, how capable a kindergartner is that they know how to walk from school back to daycare. I had a similar situation, only our school bus dropped a four-year-old off at home when nobody was home. She was supposed to come to my program and they dropped her off at home and nobody was there. And our town is very small. She knew where grandma worked. So she walked the two and a half blocks to grandma's work and just was like, hey, grandma. And they were like, how'd you get here? I walked. We're like, <laughs> oh my. Well, are all of you like, have, have any of you ever been to New York? Like during the school year, like there's like five-year-olds on the subway by themselves all oh, the sure. time. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. I, you know, I, I just sit there and I'm always like, they totally know how to do the subway system. And here I was, you know, 35 year old woman being like, how the heck do I get to Times Square? And like, they knew how to like change the subway and everything. That's fascinating to watch, you know? And I know, mm-hmm. I have a kid that's going to raise children in the city like that. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have these really kick-ass grandchildren one day. We, I, I totally had that experience in, in New York. And I'm, I'm like, well, yeah. I should, I should be able to ride the subway if that eight-year-old can do it by themselves. <laughs> right, but I think it, it makes you feel good. And again, when we're talking about children, you're like, okay, they are so much more capable of everything they can do, you know, and these little tiny humans are, they're, they're really just cool. And yeah, in, in Australia, I had to, we were oh. in uh, where we were in Newcastle in Australia, and we had to, to ride a, a ferry from where we were staring where we were staying to where this conference was across the, uh, the a bay. And, uh, and there's, there's kids doing, I mean, that's, that's their, that's their commute to school every day is you, you ride your bike to the ferry, you ride uh, the ferry across the, across the bay, and then you take your bike to school. And at the first time I'm, I'm like, where do I get my ferry ticket? How do I go? How do I ferry? And then uh, so I had to watch the kids to figure, figure it out. And, um, and so that's the other thing we need to remember about all of this. Um, kids are incredibly resilient yeah. and capable. And, and we as adults can do all kinds of things to screw them up and they end up being okay. I mean, we, we humans have survived through multiple, multiple, multiple generations of our adults screwing us up. And the, the human race is, is, give or take, still doing fairly decently. I mean, Elon Musk is, is building rocket ships that are going to go to Mars. You got you to dig that. I mean, that's pretty cool. That, that is pretty cool. Jeff Bezos oh, yeah. and his little, his little penis-shaped rocket, screw him. He doesn't know what he's doing. But, <laughs> but uh, Elon Musk, all right, baby. What? What, Jen, you don't agree? I'm, I just, I'm staying quiet. I'm okay. You, you, if you, have you looked at, uh, had, uh, at Jeff Bezos rocket? Yes. Okay. Well, it looks. Uh, oh my gosh. I want to see this now. I have not. Run the Google, Kristen. Come on. I don't, no, I only like, I'm not on. It's the very, lines. it's very, it's very phallic. It's um, his it's rocket all. is it's, uh, it's sex toy-ish. Um, yeah. is what it is. I mean, that's exactly what it is. Um, not, uh, not that I've seen anything like that, but that's exactly what it is like, mm-hmm. except, uh, much we larger, I understand. What color is it? Is it like purple? <laughs> no, no. 
But before we wrap up this episode, speaking of that, um, Jeff Bezos is taking William Shatner into space, which Mm -hmm. is pretty damn cool that Captain Kirk gets to go to space at 90 years old. So uh, let's hope he lives through that. That'll Is he going to wear the uniform or at least the little emblem? I hope so. I know. Oh, oh my gosh. If if, if Shatner goes into space dressed like Kirk, I I could die the next day. That would be so awesome. (laughs) Right? Like he has to wear at least the little star trek emblem or something yeah he would if he did that he would get a bonus taco when he got back to earth totally he totally would so many bonus tacos Mm. and a happy drink (laughs) (laughs) an extra shot happy happy drink means there's booze in it is that what that means in texas a happy drink yes because is that just something you made i let my children drink but other people would not it's very common down here to not let your children see you drink Okay. What? Not me. Yeah, obviously. Um, wow. I, I I learned that I like these Zoom things for recording the podcast because <laughs> during the middle of this episode, I got to get up and get myself a happy drink. I saw um, that. Well, well, people were talking, and yeah. um, that was that was delightful for me. And I don't know what this episode has turned into. Any final <laughs> thoughts before we wrap it up? I just have to say one quick thing, and I know I feel like I'm Debbie Downer sometimes on this, but. With the idea of kids who can spend an extra year in an early learning program before kindergarten, it's lovely, but it's not reality for a lot of people in our country. And whether it's the cost or the logistics, you know, a lot of early programs don't have before and after program, things like that. Um, Families need their kids in kindergarten. We shouldn't be relying on holding them out of it because it's not right. Like, this is bullshit. Get it together, kindergarten teachers. Get it together, administrators, policymakers. We can do better for kids in the elementary school. I mean, early childhood in our country is defined through what third grade, most people agree. In other countries, they say through age 12. Like we are here because we are early childhood, which generally means preschool, but it shouldn't. We should be focusing on play and movement and hands-on learning through at least third grade. And so whatever it takes, parent education to get the parents to push back, administrator education, policymaker, whatever. But we're all, like like Jen said, we're tired. It can't all be on the early childhood practitioners to say this has to change. So what do we do? And uh, how do all children benefit, not just the ones privileged enough to stay? And we know that that kid probably is better off in another year of preschool, but does he feel that way? He probably feels like he failed kindergarten and that sucks Mm -hmm. for him to start his school experience that way. How does he feel, Jennifer? (laughs) Um, He looks sad to me. So I haven't asked him. I, I will ask him next week when I see him. Cool. Put the Love spin you. on it. Like Jeff said, make him feel excited. He's here to play another year. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, hey, Jeff is wondering how you feel. <laughs> Do you like, feel like I'll see him. I'll ask him how's it going. What's he doing in his new classroom? See what he likes. And I, I put the spin on it. So I'm not like, so are you happy or not happy? <laughs> Bring him a bonus taco. Uh, yes and a bonus cupcake hey i i hear you got kicked out of kindergarten how's it going bro (laughs) maybe maybe don't maybe maybe we don't don't want to couch it like that maybe 
oh, now I feel like joining something just so I can try to get kicked out. Oh, please do. That would be so something. Fun See what happens. We want those. Stories. We should join the same thing and see who can get kicked out first. See, I mostly <gasps> kick myself out of stuff. No. I mean, I, I literally kicked myself off of Facebook and Instagram and, and YouTube just because they, they annoyed the fuck out of me. So uh, um, I, I, I preemptively kick myself out of stuff before anybody can kick me out. I do like this though. Who can get kicked out first? Because I think we're all feisty. Well, I mean, I, I can push <laughs> end here and we can all get kicked out of Zoom at the same time. Oh, yes, um, that'd do it. Yeah, that's true. This has been the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast. We'll be back soon with another episode. Kristen, plug something. Where do people find you on the interwebs? Oh, inter- yeah, they the can find. Yeah, yeah. My website is learning-wild.com and I'm mostly on Instagram and it's it used to be different. But now it's Kristen RB Peterson on the gram. Is there is there any spaces or dashes or how Oh that- yeah, there's a couple dots. So it's Kristen dot RB dot peterson but if you just type in my name you'll find it and actually if you type in learning wild you'll find it too so that's very complicated but go look for some Kristen and uh and my um my stalker uh uh um also hangs out on your instagram page. oh yes she does miss debbie she hasn't been around in a while but she has a new outfit now so she might want to show that off yeah when when debbie was here on the podcast she made me feel really really uncomfortable um i'm i'm kind of i'm just kind of scared i know i i kind of she mentioned to me that she's kind of sad you didn't invite her back on i will i mean you could next time you talk to her tell her that that i consider having her back on the show if she could kind of restrain herself i know i know i've got this this awesome animal magnetism that kind of draws her to me but (laughs) but i mean she she'd have to we'd have to have some sort of ground rules that she'd have to keep herself in check and can Miss oh, Debbie can Miss Debbie come back and tell us all how to do our Christmas program? Christmas program oh. with Miss Debbie. Can't you imagine how amazing it would be? Love that. She needs a new outfit for that. I am. I will take her shopping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we could. We could probably set that up. Um, if you're if you're if you're looking for me, go to playvolutionhq.com. Back soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. <sighs>